What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by allowing your inherent goodness to take the lead? And not because you're a bad person, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to be a better person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission? To help you keep growing. Hey, and welcome to How to Be a Better Person. I'm Kate, your host and the author of the book, How to Be a Better Person, which makes a pretty good graduation gift as it is packed with the wisdom that you need to be a decent human in the world. And that is pretty much never talked about in school. Today, I'm coming to you with some motivation for getting out of your house and going outside so that Mother Nature can pull you in a little bit closer and give you the hug you didn't even know you needed. Because that's what I'm talking about all this week on the podcast, vitamin nature, and how when you engage with nature, an extraordinary cascade of good things, such as you are inspired to take better care of nature and nature restores you on a cellular, emotional, and spiritual level so that you can bring your best and do more good in the world as a result. These all happen when you go outside. Today's big idea is that despite all these wonderful benefits of being in nature, sometimes you need a mission to actually get your butt outside, (laughs) especially at this point in the pandemic when so many of us have gotten real cozy indoors and on the heels of winter. Maybe you need something alluring and fun to compel you out the door. Well, I got some stuff for you. In fact, I've got three specific things to actually do once you're out the door that can help you get into the groove of enjoying being outside again and not wondering until how long it is before you can go back inside. I think of these things as little treasure hunts, things to do or to look for that will kind of gamify your outdoor experience. I mean, yes, it's lovely if you can just go outside and chill and savor the experience and have it be like a form of meditation, but maybe that's not your jam. Hopefully, one of these three ideas are your jam. Here's the first one. Do you know how when you walk into the woods or a park with a lot of trees and it feels like you're instantly relaxed, like you can breathe a little deeper and your shoulders settle down a little lower? There are a lot of reasons for that. First of all, the light that gets filtered by the leaves is in the green spectrum of visible light. It's right in the middle of the blue part of the spectrum, which is sunlight and artificial light and is stimulating. And the red part of the spectrum, which is firelight and candlelight and is soothing. So the green light is balancing. Also, trees absorb carbon dioxide and exhale oxygen. So the air is extra nourishing and energizing when you're around a bunch of trees because we need oxygen and we love getting more of it. The effect is so pronounced that in Japan they have a term for it, shinrin-yoku, which translates as forest bathing. To give you something a little more concrete in terms of a treasure hunt that will boost your vitamin N levels, seek out the rays of light that penetrate through the branches. You know, it's those beautiful shafts that pierce the tree cover and you can see little dust motes floating in them and they're so beautiful and they shine these little circles of light on the forest floor. They don't have a name for it in English, but there is a term in Japanese for these little shafts of light, and it's called komorebi. 
It's the kind of thing you might blow right past on a walk through the woods, but knowing that there's a term for these beautiful rays of light will help you notice and appreciate them and soak up some more of the beauty and oxygen and green light that trees provide. I've got two more missions for you and your tiny assignment right after this quick break. Welcome back. Another fun thing to look for when you're outside are, you guessed it, birds. Looking around for birds requires you to soften your gaze and open your ears. It makes being outside a more sensual experience and tuning into your senses is mindfulness in action. Careful though, because you might get hooked. Bird watching is a popular and consuming pastime. I read a book that I really loved called Field Notes from an Unintentional Birder by Julia Zarenkin. In this memoir, Julia talks about how she got hooked by bird watching and the people she met and the things she learned and the changes it made in her. And finally, a fun incentive for getting outside is geocaching. Granted, this involves technology and you will be looking at your phone part of the time. But maybe you have a tween or a teen in your life who you're having a hard time getting to go outside. Geocaching might be just the ticket. It's basically a treasure hunt, and it does require you to slow down and observe your surroundings. Geocaches are little hidden containers, like a film canister or a takeout food container, that people hide in the woods or in nature somewhere, and you use the geocaching app to get clues in GPS information that helps you find these little caches of goodies. The containers might just have a log book in them and you sign your name to show that you found them. It's pretty cool to see all the other names of people who have also found it. And some of them have little goodies in them like special coins or tiny little toys or hair elastic. You know, just a little something that you can stick in your pocket and it really does make it feel more like an actual treasure hunt. If you decide to go geocaching, it's nice to bring some little trinkets that you could fit into the geocaches, which tend to be, you know, like I said, a film canister or a small takeout container. So it's going to have to be something pretty small. The basic version of the geocache app is free. And of course, you can buy a fancier version. My kids and I have used the free version and had a ton of fun hunting these things down. Some were very close to home along a popular walking path, and some we've done along a hiking trail while visiting the grandparents. Your tiny assignment is to think about which of these treasure hunts sounds the most appealing to you and to give it a try. It's really easy to look for birds. They're out and about no matter the weather and really no matter where you are. Como Rebi does need a sunny day, so you might have to save that one for pretty weather, but I do believe that just knowing about it will help you slow your roll and really soak in the experience the next time you're in a wooded spot. And geocaching is more of a real activity than the others, but maybe that's just what you need. I hope you'll come back tomorrow when I'm interviewing Emily Murphy, a gardening expert and the author of a couple of great books on gardening, including her latest, Grow Now about how engaging in the process of gardening can help rewild our world and ourselves. How to Be a Better Person's theme song, Left for Deadish, is by Junior85. The episodes are mixed by Sound Advice Strategies. If you liked what you heard in this episode, share it with someone you think would like it too. Your voice matters. Also, How to Be a Better Person has an official newsletter that sends the past five episodes 
and a well-chosen meme to your inbox every weekend. Sign up at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com and click on Get Podcast News. I also love to hear from listeners. I mean, I love it. Send me an email by clicking on the Contact Kate button at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com or you can tweet me at Kate W. Hanley. Don't forget the W. Or find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley Author. I look forward to connecting with you. 